Hello, 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 and welcome to Resale Queen Chronicles. I am Tiffy T, the Resale Queen, your host today. And on today, we have a couple things that we're going to discuss. We're going to talk about reseller updates like I like to talk about, uh, another cautionary tale, and just a couple reviews of some liquidation companies. So I think uh, this will be a jam-packed, fun show. I wanted to make it nice, simple, and quick, something that you can listen to or watch and learn just a little bit about uh, the reselling business. So the name of the title that I gave this broadcast was, I think it was Get Started. Why are you waiting or why wait? And the reason why I came up with that title is because there's so much happening in the reseller world right now. We're in fourth quarter. And the thing that is so nice about fourth quarter is you could have had a slump all year. But soon as that fourth quarter hits, somebody wants what you're selling. And if it hasn't been selling all year, it's a possibility it's going to sell during that fourth quarter. You put it on a sale, you drop the price a little bit, make it reasonable, of course, so you can make some money. But this is the season where you can make up all of your losses if you happen to have uh, losses during uh, during your uh, reselling career this year. Uh, personally. I was just going over my books. Uh, I use, uh, I get asked a couple questions about that. I happen to use GoDaddy Bookkeeping because it integrates everything, integrates my, uh, my bank account, integrates with eBay, Amazon, Etsy, uh, and, it's, and, and PayPal, uh, because you know, on other platforms you get paid that way. And I was just used to going in and making sure that all of my uh, expenses and different things were categorized the right way. And I took a look at my books, like really took a look at my books. And I said, oh my gosh, I made a profit every month. Now, I'm not saying that uh, I've never made a profit, but I really looked, analyzed every month and said, oh my gosh, every month this year, I've made a profit. And the thing that was really funny to me is I scaled down a lot because of COVID and I went more towards a, a niche network, uh, a niche uh, type of, of cat for categories that I'm selling in. And I was prepared to not make as much as I once had because I was pulling back, making things a little bit more um, streamlined and automated because I had other responsibilities because of COVID and homeschool and all of that. And I just looked at it and I said, oh my gosh, even on the months where I was spending more money to get more product, I still made a nice profit every month. And I'm not talking like a dollar. I'm talking like, wow. So, and I did that without even realizing, to be honest with you. I was going through the motions of my business and looking at that, I said, you know what? This has to be the time. 
people, this is the time to get started. This is the time to really, really get yourself together. If this is something that you're like, not really sure of, you keep watching other YouTubers and maybe listening to my podcast and other podcasts that talk about um, reselling, just get started. That's really the the best thing I can tell you. So we're going to move on to some reseller updates. So I got a couple things um, that I want to talk about. All right. So you probably have not heard me talk about uh, Amazon much because honestly, Amazon and I, we do kind of have like a, I would call like a love hate relationship. I love them, but sometimes they just, as a seller and just, I'm just telling the truth. I'm just telling the truth. So wanted to, uh, talk about the Amazon uh, backing with the, the new A to Z guarantee. So if you've never heard of this before, if you are an online reseller and you sell on Amazon, you've heard of the A to Z uh, guarantee. There's a whole like category section on your homepage that shows if you have those um, happening. All right. So what... What that is, um, A to Z uh, guarantee, it protects a buyer when they buy something um, that's from a third-party seller like us. Um, it, it covers both the timely delivery and the condition of the item. So if a customer is not happy with either and can't resolve the issue directly with the, sell- with the seller, they can make a claim directly to Amazon for a refund. Uh, so Amazon put out a little bit more information. I mean, this is actually not really new, but I'm just bringing it up because I I got an email about it and I thought, well, let me just bring it up because there's a reason why Amazon's bringing it up. So they want people to know about it. Uh, so, uh, so through their expanded A to Z guarantee, if you, the buyer, if a buyer should ever have a valid personal injury or property damage claim resulting from a defective product sold by a third-party seller, uh, the buyer can contact Amazon customer service to resolve the matter. So Amazon added, like, while customers can file claims up to $1 million, more than 80% of the claims are for less than $1,000. So this is the part that's really important. For claims under $1,000, Amazon will resolve these cases on behalf of the selling partner who have insurance. If the selling partner does not have insurance or the claim is over $1,000, we will assist customers by notifying the third-party sellers of valid claims and ensuring that they are or their insurance companies respond to and resolve the claim in a timely manner. All right. Understand. Uh, If you have like the pro account when it comes to Amazon and you're going to say that you're a real business, you should have some type of business related insurance because things like this really do happen. Uh, I remember, oh, it's going back a few years here where there was this one hot product 
And it was, I forget what the name of the product was. It's, it's, it'll come to me. And if you happen to remember it, if I think my husband might be watching, put it in the comments because we, we were so happy that we didn't buy any because of what happened. It was a product that was like the hot selling toy. And then it turned out that there was like an issue with the batteries or something. And it was turned out to be like a fire hazard. Like some literally blew up. And so people that sold those items um, through Amazon, they were getting holds by thousands and thousands of dollars for everyone that um, that they um, that they sold. Ah, thanks, thanks to my husband, he put it on he put it on the comments for me. It was the hoverboards. I could not remember the name, and I remember we had had a chance to get some, but I think we didn't feel like the pricing was right for us uh, when it came to the hoverboards. So we decided not to get them. And then there was this whole big thing, you know, after Christmas about problems with the hoverboards. Um, oh, now my husband's putting a whole list of stuff <laughs> that, that we just have problems with. Um, there was a whole, um, there was a, a problem with them being like a fire hazard and Amazon put a hold for a long time on people's accounts that sold those. And those were being sold for a lot of money. Uh, you couldn't make an, you were able to make a nice profit. Well, you were uh, with that. And oh, one of the other products that my husband uh, mentioned was the retractable, retractable dog leashes. Um, I think we got hit with that. That's probably why he remembers it. Um, I, I don't remember all the products because I don't really keep keep a hold of all that. That's that's what he does. So uh, that was that was one of those things where um, you get a hold of a product and you do your thing. You go out and you find it, you buy it, and um, you resell it. Then next thing you know, there's all these lawsuits. Um, Different consumer groups are like, oh, there's a problem with this. There's a problem with that. Yes. Um, but it's not like you manufactured the problem, but you sold the item. So that's where, where, the, where the problem comes in. Oh, and with the retractable dog leashes. Oh, thankfully. Okay. My husband told me that uh, it wasn't us. But someone that we knew, a customer lost an eyeball with the retractable dog leash and it was a whole thing. So those are just things to kind of keep in mind. If you're going to be a professional seller, you should have insurance. I believe there's something that you click that says that you have insurance when you go to that professional plan on Amazon. It's actually kind of cheap. You um, Maybe I'll get someone to... Um, to um, to uh, like an insurance person and talk about talk about those policies and what and what they um, cover. Um, another uh, another category that can always sometimes have issues like this are baby items. They always have safety recalls, um, even if the item uh, it's been out for years. Everyone has one. All it takes is for one bad accident to happen and. You know, it, through no fault of the seller, through no fault of the buyer, and you could be on the hook for something like that. Now, you guys may re recall probably 
about a year or so ago, um, Amazon was like in court fighting about um, about the whole liability issues of if they're liable for the things that we sell on their platform. And I think this is part of one of their ways to kind of keep themselves part of it, but keep themselves out of it. So it sounds like they're going to cover it, but they're going to contact your insurance company. They're going to want to get paid. So just want to bring that up. Uh, I saw that out today. I think, well, maybe not today, but I saw that out and said, oh, I don't talk about Amazon much, but I think that was something that that was good to bring up. So I think that's it about Amazon. Uh, the other thing that I want to talk about, um, I'm going to go to eBay. Actually, I got two things with eBay to, to update you guys on. Uh, so eBay came out with um, with an email, maybe it was today, uh, about saying that they've made updates on paying for ship for shipping labels. Now, being that we kind of ship a different way, um, I have tested this out. I know that when you uh, go into to ship through eBay, you can have the payments come through your managed payments. I guess that's part, or your available funds, I should say, through managed payments or PayPal. Well, you're not getting paid through PayPal anymore. So that kind of negates that, you know, you can still, you know, do it through PayPal. You may still have some money there from other platforms, but it's not as clean of a transaction. At least that's not the way that I like to do it. So they put on an update that, uh, you can now pay for your shipping labels, whether it be through the U.S. Postal Service, UPS, or FedEx. Uh, beginning October 15th, you can now use your processing, available, or on-hold funds to purchase USPS shipping labels for the items you sell. If your funds awaiting payment aren't sufficient to cover the full cost of the label, or labels, eBay will charge the remaining balance to your on-file payment method, such as your preferred credit card or linked bank account. More information about purchasing and using labels, you can uh, check their help hub on, um, on, on eBay. Uh, to purchase labels with funds awaiting payout, choose pending payouts under select how, how to pay section. Uh, if you happen to have a multi-user account where you have multiple people, you know, logging in on your behalf, um, you're now able to delegate important post-transaction customer service responsibilities to your trusted employees, yada, 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 without worrying of compromising the security of your account. All right. So those are just um, some updates. Uh, they's all, they have also... Um, updated their payment dispute seller protections page to offer some more helpful details and how these protections work. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. If someone says they didn't authorize something, normally, as long as you can prove that it was delivered, you're okay. I have never, and I'm saying I, not saying other people haven't, I have never had a problem with a an, an unauthorized charge or something like that where you would normally eat it. Now, it could be because my pricing isn't that high 
on most of my items. I don't think I had, I sell anything that is, oh, no, I lie. Well, the bulk of my items, I don't think I sell anything over $50. Uh, so maybe that it goes under a threshold that eBay will just not, uh, they'll, they'll just take the hit. Um, I have, however, seen like in other, you know, Facebook groups and things like that, where that has not been the case, but for the most part, uh, that has, that has definitely uh, been the case um, for, for me. I think I've only had that maybe once, maybe twice, honestly, not that much. So other thing, updates uh, happening with um, eBay, with their listings. Um, if you ever listen to the eBay for Business podcast, you will hear a lot about item specifics. And the reason why um, item specifics is very important as part of your listing um, well, actually, let me go back, uh, just kind of explain what that is. So when you're on eBay and you're creating a listing, there's a lot of different things that it will ask about your about your particular item that you're selling. So for example, color, uh, if it uh, is part of a certain brand, what uh, is there a brand name that goes with it, uh, the size, that those type of things. Well, the thing about the item specifics that's really that you want to make sure that you put in as much as possible is because that's what's used for search terms. So if you have a lot of information in those particular fields, you'll have your particular listing come out and be available for, for searching without having, you know, um, your listing not show up because it didn't, it wasn't, there wasn't any information in, in a certain item specific um, category. So uh, they are making some item specific requirements. Um, they've put a lot of emphasis on this because it does increase like the visibility of your item. Uh, so in the fall of this year and in the spring, uh, well, actually the spring already happened. Uh, but in the, I should say, the winter of, of next year, there are some categories that will be required on all new and revised listings um, So that will have some new item specifics. Uh, so they'll send an email out uh, when that happens because that, that happened to me uh, on, a, on something where they said that I, I had... Um, had a listing and I needed to add more stuff to my item specific. So uh, this, the categories are going to be collectibles, jewelry, musical instruments, uh, parts and accessories. And this is all in the download details. So um, for this current fall uh, is going to be business and industrial, collectible, gift cards, home and garden, media, musical instruments, parts and accessories, sports, sporting goods, and non-fungible tokens. Now you're probably, what the heck is that? That's NFTs. We all keep hearing about NFTs. I want to have someone come on and talk about that, whether it be on this show or on the other uh, podcast that I'm on, just, just to go into that. I did not even realize that they were selling um, NFTs on eBay. Isn't that interesting? So that's just a little information um, about what's going on in the reseller world. I want to make sure that I got the list of everything. Oh, 
I did want to talk about really, really quick um, about Poshmark. Um, Poshmark, uh, for those of you who may have no idea what that is, Poshmark is a nice app that you can use to resell your items. It's mostly clothing, but they have other categories. I think they've opened up the pets and they have a children's category, I think, and also a home category. I have actually sold a, a lot of home a lot of stuff for the, in the home categories um, on Poshmark. But one thing that they've kind of announced, like every year they have, you know, just like eBay has eBay open, they have a Posh Fest. And their, uh, I want to say their founder, uh, they debuted uh, a new feature. And it's called, I believe it's called My Shoppers. So I'm just going to read, uh, Poshmark debuted My Shoppers. Uh, a revolutionary clienteling feature that serves as Poshmark's version of the world's most skilled in-store retail associate. Just as an in-store retail associate might engage with a potential customer from suggesting relevant products to personal styling based on what a shopper is browsing or liking, my shoppers enable sellers to apply the same highly pers personalized experience online and at scale. With my shoppers, Sellers can first pinpoint, then close compelling leads with razor-like precision, all in one tool. Entirely backed by social commerce, sellers can quickly and simply move through the sales funnel, whether it's sending promotional discounts or personalized merchandise. My shoppers make it more sim seamless than ever be before to engage with shoppers and turn them into buyers. Uh, so one of the things that I kind of wanted just to point out, uh, the Poshmark founder and CEO, his name is Manish Chandra, and he had a keynote, and I kind of like something that he said here. Uh, he said, you don't ever need to spend money for marketing to drive traffic to your listings. Whew, I'm going to say that again. You don't ever need to spend money for marketing to drive traffic to your listings. I thought that was kind of powerful to have the CEO and founder of that platform say something like that. Because while I believe it was a couple shows ago, I was talking about the new marketing, uh, well, mar marketing, but like ad um, platform that eBay is now going towards where it used to be, you know, you pay when a person buy. Now they're going to more of a PP, PPC um, pay-per-click type of thought process uh, for how they are, for how they're going to do their thing. So I kind of thought, wow, that was very poignant for, uh, for the CEO to say, you know, you don't have to spend a lot of money for marketing. And I, I actually believe I was targeted by someone because I actually, um, I've purchased quite a few things uh, through Poshmark, even for my business. And I noticed I got a nice little offer for with a coupon and a sale for some of the uh, personalized um, uh, bags that I use to ship things in. And I was like, oh, that was kind of a neat feature. And I kind of said to myself, oh, how did that work? How did they get that? So I, it's nice to see that they have things in place so that you're not always spending and spending and spending money. And we will be right back after this. Shipping can be complicated and time consuming. 
but it doesn't have to be that way. Welcome to ShipStation, a web-based shipping software for online retailers. Import orders from wherever you sell and create labels for however you ship, all in one place. With our powerful automation tools, mobile app, and branded tracking page, you can focus less on shipping and more on growing your business. With ShipStation, you save both time and money. Let's get shipped done. Get started with ShipStation today. Click the link in the description box to receive a special discount from ShipStation. And we are back. Thank you for tuning back into Reseller Resell Queen Chronicles. I am Tiffy T, your host, and I am moving on to what I like to call a cautionary tale. So perusing, uh, actually just probably last week or this week, I always like to see what things are going on in the news uh, and concerning eBay and eBay sellers. And here we go. Another eBay seller has been sentenced to prison over uh, listings for a substance that the feds say was extremely dangerous and not fit for human consumption. Lord. <laughs> so in the Department of Justice press release, the government said the defendant was undeterred by eBay's removal of her listings and relisted the chemical on three separate occasions using a different email address. All right, if eBay tells you, nah, this listing, uh, we gonna shut that one down. Don't go on there and try and sell it again. Now, there's certain things where you're like, okay, maybe I, I put the dip, I messed up on a word or something like that. If eBay shuts your listing down, and it's part of their, their policy about what you're selling is not able to be sold on their, um, on their platform. Just listen. Goodness gracious. Whew. Mm, 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 mm. So what the substance was, if you're wondering, it's like a, I'm going to call it a rapid weight loss drug. Um, it's, I am not even going to try and pronounce what it is, but it's a chemical substance that when ingest, ingested causes rapid, rapid loss of weight, but it's also associated with the high rate of adverse effects, including cataracts, hyperthermia, tachycardia, cardiac ar arrhythmia, and death. Lord, Lord, Lord. In 1938, the U.S. Drug and uh, the FDA declared DMP, that must be like the uh, initials for it, to be extremely dangerous and not fit for human consumption. The acting United States attorney in the case said the sentence should send a clear message to those who would profit from the sale of a dangerous, unapproved drugs. We will utilize every tool at our disposal to vigorously prosecute you in order to protect the health and safety of the general public. Hmm. I'm just taking a quick pause just, just to kind of ponder on that. I understand, you know, times are not easy for most of us right now. You know, we, uh, we're, you know, we're in a 
we're in a pandemic and sometimes you just kind of, you're like, I got to get this money. So just don't do these things. You know, I, I talk about, about online selling and reselling just to help people with getting financial independence. But what happens sometimes you have that little, you ever, you ever see, you have that devil on your shoulder and the angel on the other one. Don't listen to the devil because you already know where he's from. That's all I'm going to say. That is all I'm going to say. So we're going to move right along. And actually, I want to uh, talk to you guys uh, about uh, a nice little list. So uh, this company, uh, well, this website called Top 10 Wholesale came up with a list of the top wholesale closeout and liquidation companies in the USA. Now, I was not sure how they derived this list, but as I started looking at the list, I said, oh, I know some of these places. Okay. So uh, one of the places, um, one of the uh, places that ranked on here uh, was uh, Balk, B-U-L-Q. Um, I've had them on the show before, and they uh, ranked uh, as part of the top 10, which I thought, wow, that's pretty good because I remember Balk in the beginning. They have really reorganized. They have really, really reorganized. I'm very, 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 very proud of that company. Uh, a list of some of the companies that were on here, uh, Direct Liquidation, uh, they're out of, I think they're out of Florida, if I'm right. Um, they were on the list. Via Trading. Uh, Via Trading, I know I, we bought from, um, they are out of the West Coast, out of California. One of the things I wanted to do, you know, before pandemic was to go see their warehouse because I understand it's like huge. And that was something I really wanted to do. In fact, um, when there was that show, I think it was on A&E, uh, that unboxing show that I was reviewing, uh, some of those pallets um, that one of those couples uh, unboxed, I know came from um, via trading. Uh and I think it was probably a, probably a really good one. Um, I'm trying to think. Any other on here? Uh, Bargain Max. They're out of uh, North Carolina. Um, not not a bad company. And I will put a link uh, to to the article so you can see the list that they came up with. But it was kind of nice to see some na names of companies that. I, that I are like my go-to companies when it comes to liquidation. Um, I think I've talked about this before. I am not 100% liquidation right now as far as my inventory. However, um, I like to have the option to go to it when I want to. And it was nice to see that there was a, a nice list of, of places that I've already dealt with and said, okay, it's nice to see that they were on the list. So I will put a link uh, to that. I'll put it in the description and I'll probably also um, post it on my social media uh, uh, so that you guys can uh, take a look at that article and uh, 
see uh, see what is happening there. So, wow, this has been a very fun-filled show. Uh, let's go over what we talked about. I gave you guys some reseller updates and <laughs> talked about the the updates of the A to Z um, process with Amazon. I think that is something that people need to be aware of so they know they have their insurance in place. Okay, make sure you have your insurance in place. You're not you're not manufacturing these products. I mean, if you are, you better have some insurance. But let's just be real. You weren't there when they made every widget. So you need to have something to cover your butt. Simple as that. Then I gave you another cautionary tale of things that you shouldn't do on eBay. And uh, this nice article that came with the top wholesale closeout and liquidation companies in the USA. So I think this was a fun-filled pack show. I am happy to be back and coming coming in every week for you guys. Uh, understand as the holidays start coming in, it may not be as consistent because I'm going to be celebrating the holidays with the fam. Uh, so I'm going to try to stay stay on here as consistent as possible. Uh, I did put out a poll, if you happen to follow me on social media or on YouTube, asking what type of videos you guys want to see more of from me uh, so that I can make them. I have a little bit more time. Now I can make them. So uh, go ahead, answer that poll um, anywhere on social media, on my Instagram. I am Resale Queen. 19320. On Twitter, I am Resale Queen. And on YouTube, I am Resale Queen. You can find me there. And on Facebook, I am Tiffy T, the Resale Queen there. If you want to contact me, have questions about contact, about anything that I talked about, you can always email me at info at resalequeen.com, which is R-E-S-E-L-L-Q-U-E-E-N.com. This has been another edition of Resell Queen Chronicles. I've enjoyed myself. I hope you enjoyed yourself. You guys have a great day. Bye.